with your truth and with power. Grant us grace, Lord, to become sons and daughters and lead us into your blessings. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 1, verse 3. Psalm 1, verse 3. Let's start from 1, 1. Let's go to Psalm 1, verse 1. You know it already. This evening, the topic of the, uh, the message is wait for your season. It's a leadership training service. And you have to have a mind that life is made up of seasons. And anything you want has a season attached to it. If you don't understand this thing, you put yourself under pressure. You will do things you shouldn't do. You will get into relationships you shouldn't get into. Yeah. Because you don't understand. Psalm 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Who that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. May everything you do prosper. Amen. Oh. Amen. You are not understanding what is happening here. Amen. You see, can you imagine that everything that you have been doing till this time has prospered? Do you know why? Do you know that you'll you be different? Yeah. But some things didn't work. Some things haven't worked. But your mind is going to be renewed. Amen. And from henceforth, whatsoever you do, shall prosper in the name of Jesus. I see you being planted by the rivers of water. You bring forth fruit in your season. Your leaf will also not wither. And whatsoever you do shall prosper. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. Beautiful. You are blessed. You see, Jesus Christ, from his childhood, he knew what he had to do with his life. But he waited for his season. That is why when his mother told him to perform a miracle, 
he told the mother, woman, it is not my time yet. You are pushing me to do something that is not time to do. The results will not. That's why today drunkards use that scripture to justify drinking. Yeah. After that, he didn't perform any such miracle. When the people went uh, uh, to hear the word and he blessed them with bread and fish, he didn't turn water into wine to... Yeah, he didn't add it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes, when you do some things at the wrong time, eh, I tell you, becomes a major problem. Yeah. All of us here must have a mind. You see, if you are here, don't you know what you want to do? You see, some of you say you want to be lawyers. You want to be what? Doctors. Architects. Want to be a bishop. I mean, it's a wild vision. Me, I didn't, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't have such a vision. You want to be what? You want to marry? You want to do what? You want to give birth? Many women want to give birth. Eh? You want to travel? Travel to where? Eh? Travel. You see, everything must be done in its season. Because, you see, the things that you are talking about are not evil things. They're not evil things. If Jesus says that we should go into the world, it means, Charlie, you have to travel. So traveling is not evil. But sometimes when you don't travel at the right time, when you travel, you become a prostitute. You become a drug addict. You become something you shouldn't become. Yeah. You go and join friends that you shouldn't join. You have habits you shouldn't have. You become something you shouldn't be. Because you went at the wrong time. You see, when I look back at my life, eh, I thank God that I didn't travel outside Ghana at a certain point. When I finished school, my, my, all my friends were travel-oriented. Go and do your master's, go and find some job to do in U.S., in U.K., I mean, all kinds of places. But as for me, eh, I don't know where it came from. I said I was not going anywhere. All my siblings, my, my brother, my sisters, everybody went outside, went to do their masters, came back, some of them remained and married and whatever. But I didn't go. But when I look back, I realized that if I had left, by now, I won't be in church, number one. No, I won't be in church. I won't be in church. I won't be a Christian. I'm sure about that. Because th- that time, there was no Christianity in me. I was leaving my father's house and I was not going to church. So can you imagine I go outside with freedom and you go and meet friends who drink, who smoke, who go to the club, who party. There is no control. You work, you get your own money. Hey! And there are girls. Oh! You see that? Even to go to church wouldn't have been an option. Yeah. And I thank God I didn't go at that time. Today I can go anywhere I want to go to. <laughs> By the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, some people are so desperate to travel. The moment they travel, that's the end of their lives. I, I have a friend who traveled, went to US, and he went off because of drugs. I know a lady, Christian sister. When you go and tell her, I love you, scriptures. 
she, she will release scriptures. She traveled to America before you realize tattoos, uh, uh, what's it called? Piercings. Yeah. Followed a boyfriend and went to live in Kenya from America. Followed a boyfriend, not a husband. Followed a boyfriend, a Kenyan boyfriend. Went to Kenya to live with a guy. Came back. <laughs> Today she's not, there is no Christianity around her. Yeah. Meanwhile, there are people who are not Christians. But when they took certain steps at the right time, they became prosperous and fruitful. You see, so you have to understand something about life. That there are seasons for everybody. You see, if you say you want to be a, 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 a businessman and you want to have money, it's not a bad desire or bad mind to have. But you see, if you don't, if you don't understand the season and when to start what you want to do, you become a, a, a liar. You become a thief. You'll be greedy and you may even fall into the hands of thieves. Because you want profit. Nobody does business with their mind that I want to lose money. When you hear somebody says that, Charlie, I have some gold business. I had a friend. He was somewhere. We were all sitting down doing business up and down. Then he came to tell me that he has met some investors from America who are into gold refinery and buying of gold and things. And I mean, he's going to partner with them. He's met them. I said, these people, if you follow them, brother. He didn't listen. Before we realized, he was in prison in another country. Because he, he traveled with them to go and do business. The people were smarter than you. They collected their money and disappeared. And you were waiting for them in the hotel. And police came to catch you. Yeah. Now, his family people have to get money to go and hire a lawyer and, and to, and, in that country to free him. Some things, you see, everything you desire is a good thing. But you have to learn that sometimes when you don't do it at the right time, it will create a problem for you. I know a lady who says she wants to own a restaurant. You see, when you, she cooks, she, she likes cooking. She said, my hobby is cooking. I like cooking. And she does nice food. But she met somebody's husband. And the man tried and started to sponsor her to set her up. And she was set up, but she destroyed somebody's marriage. And the woman cursed her. Later, the man forgot about her. The man forgot about her. And so the income and the finances and the support base also eroded. And the business started to suffer. She has come back to ground zero. Yeah. Because you don't know what it means to wait. There is something called waiting. The Bible says, they that wait on the Lord. Listen to me. When you want God to lead you, you have to understand that there is a waiting period for God. If you need something from somebody who is important, you have to learn to be patient. Yeah, that's right. even, even, even just like your, your father in the house, 
If you want something from your father, sometimes some of you are asking things. At the time you are asking, your father cannot afford it. It's not that he's a wicked man, but sometimes it's not there. But you, you don't understand it. So you just walk out and you, you don't care whoever will give you that thing and whatever price. You got to be careful there. Wait for your season because when you are working with the Lord, there is something called seasons. You have a time to blossom. Jesus Christ was my greatest example. He said he knew at the age of 12 when his parents couldn't find him. When they went to Egypt and they came back, he had disappeared. And they were looking for him. Three days later, they found him in the synagogue and he was with the uh, uh, scribes, the, uh, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all the people. All the seas. Talking and chatting and asking questions about the Bible. Three days. Three days. And he told his parents, they were worried. What, what have you done? He said, don't you know I must be about my father's business? What was he saying? I came here to do ministry, to serve God. He knew his purpose. But you see, at that age of 12, he still waited 18 more years. At the age of 30, that is when he came into the synagogue and started the ministry proper. 18 years after. What, what was it? He knew the time he had to start. Because if he had started at the age of 12, they would have killed him before 15 years. He wouldn't have met Peter. He wouldn't have met John. He would, because John was 17 years. <laughs> he waited for his season. That is why you have to understand, as you are sitting here, many of you are desperate for many things. And desperation leads you into evil. And sometimes when you do things at the wrong time, your fruits are also corrupted. You have not borne proper fruits. That's why sometimes you see some people who, young girls, who are looking nice, dressing nice, because they've taken somebody's husband. They are driving a car that their father and mother can never buy in their lifetime. But within, after some few years, you see that they, they, are, they, they are reduced to nothing. Yeah. Their depression and their, and their anxieties start giving them problems. Their beauty goes away. And no man wants to. I mean, I know girls that are beautiful walking around, but no man even tells them that I want to be your friend. And they don't understand it. Yeah. 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 Because you didn't wait for your season. First Samuel. Chapter 3. Chapter 1, sorry. Verse 1. We are going to learn about Hannah. You, everybody knows about Hannah. If you don't know about Hannah, I think you are a new believer. Or you are not born again. Yes. Who doesn't know about Hannah in the Bible? You are refusing to lift up your hands. Now, there was a certain man of Ramathim Zophim. Yeah. Of Mount Ephraim. And his name was Elkanah. The son of Jeroham. The son of Elihu. The son of Tohu. The son of Zuf. An Ephratite. Paul the Ephratite. And he had two wives. 
the name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. 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 <laughs> it's like, Charlie, we are all here. We have all finished school. You have a job. I don't have a job. It can become a problem. We are all beautiful. You have married me. I have not married. We have all married. You have given birth. I have not given birth. It can easily become a problem. That's life. Verse 4. Verse 3. Okay. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. The guy was a spiritual person. He loved God. And he was going to Shiloh, the mountain, every year to offer sacrifice and to worship. Yeah. Charlie. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord were there. These two little boys. We are not talking about them. Let's move on. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> and when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina his wife and to all her sons and her daughters portions. What it meant was that when they are offering sacrifices and they are doing things, they do it on behalf of the families. So, Penina has sons and daughters. Hannah no gets some. So, the man was giving to Penina because of the children and making sacrifices for them. I mean, if you are, if you are Hannah, you can't just be happy about this. You see, you'll be sad. My husband... Is, is paying attention to other people. Oh no. Oh no. All right. Verse 5. But unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion. Listen to this. Oh. For he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. So even though he was given to the sons and daughters and to Penina. Hannah didn't have that privilege of having sons and daughters. But she also got a portion. But her portion was not enough to satisfy her. Listen. Because what she wanted was not things for sacrifices. She wanted children. 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 Yeah. I know a woman... Very spiritual woman, prayerful woman, very well known. She has never had children. The husband is prosperous. They are blessed. And she organizes prayer meetings and leads women in. She's a leader. She has no child. And some people make fun of her and say that she spends her money on dressing. The husband spends money on buying cars for her and buying clothing for her. She has no children. But the woman, her glory is God. Up to today, all those who talk, who used to say things about her, can never compare to her in terms of her stature. I'm telling you. Yeah. Very powerful man. I'll mention her name to you. She's still around. She's never had one child. I know the girl that she adopted. 
Yeah. One girl that she adopted looked after her. She has prospered and left the house and married. And this woman and the husband are very happy. They have looked after many people physically, spiritually. She's a strong leader. Yeah. Very powerful person. Never given birth. But her portion. See, and these things, eh, you see, when you don't, when you don't understand things about life, what you don't have can become a problem. That's why many of us make mistakes. See, there are some people, eh, if you never have children, it doesn't mean you are useless. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you are useless. If you never travel and sit in a plane, it doesn't mean you are a bush person. Which plane did Jesus sit inside? Which plane? Eh? What is a plane? Those people who lived in the days where there was no plane, I, I, some of them enjoyed life even more than us. Ah, yeah, Pasolo, King Solomon. Yeah. They never sat in Mercedes Benz, never sat in Land Cruiser, never had private jets. Eh, what is it? Material things. Don't let it move you. Yeah. Wait on God. You see, it is very instructional to learn. But the Lord had shut up her womb. It didn't say that she had medical complications. It wasn't her fault. It was God's design. Do you know probably maybe what you don't have now is God's design? Because me, when I look back and I realize how I've never gone to any embassy for them to bounce me before. I won't even apply. <laughs> I, I never felt like traveling is not, I was not eager. And you see, when I look back today, I thank God that that thing was not strong because all my friends who left, it, many of them have become something else. Yeah. Many of them become something else. Marriages have spoiled. Some of them have married. Their wives have left. They have to look after their children, uh, pay a little money. It's like you are trapped in a system. You can't do anything. Some of them look older. I mean, look, when you are abroad, it's not easy. They work hard. Those of you who like a lot of sleep and you say you want to travel, you have not thought about it. Even this hot weather, you can sleep a lot. Then you go and meet cold weather. As for that one, it's like you will die. Yeah. But in the cold, that's when you wake up and go and work. Yeah. 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 Cover your ears. You wear gloves. You cover your ears. I have a friend. He, one day he said he went to work. When he came home, he, 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 he was not properly dressed. So by the time he got out of the train to walk five, listen, five minutes walk to his house, his hands were frozen. When he took his key, he couldn't open, he couldn't use it to enter, uh, uh, to, he couldn't turn it. His hands were frozen. If, if he fools, if he makes a mistake, there's something called frostbite. You, you break off your finger. Yeah. There was a guy who was going home. 
and his ears were itching him. When he did this, this the thing came off. Yeah, frostbite. Frozen. It's frozen. You say, huh? Yeah. Here, sometimes when it's cold, 18 degrees, you have put on hood, you have put on jacket, you have put on woolen socks, you have put on khaki. <laughs> you are wearing two t-shirts. 18 degrees. Then you go to a place where it's two degrees. Three degrees. Even, we have not even gone to the negative. Yeah. You see, some people don't cold, it's not easy. Yeah. Sometimes when something, a door has not opened at a certain time, don't don't worry. Yeah. Every lady who has finished school wants to work. Sometimes some of you, you have not finished school properly, but you still want to work. Then you see that others have a job. This one has a job here. So you, any job I want to do. Then you, you want to go and sell in a restaurant. When uh, men come, they are taking your number. They are, they are hitting your buttocks. Yeah. 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 Because you want to survive. Sometimes when a door is not open, don't be worried. God had shut up Hannah's womb. Verse 6. And her adversary. You see some people, they think that when they have something, they don't have it. You, you are some way. Look, I've had friends who bought expensive cars. When they park the car and I'm coming to park my car, I'm wondering whether I should park where they have parked. <laughs> but over the years, eh, hey, I tell you. I have somebody who had a certain car, 7 Series, BMW. Yeah, 750i, 5.0 liter. Four exhausts. When they start the car here, you hear that, yeah, a machine. I mean, when you sit inside, you realize that Charlie, there are cars. So, yeah. Some of the cars that we sit in, they are like milk tins. These ones, they are luxurious. But he couldn't buy petrol. Yeah. Sometimes he will come. Talk plenty. His money has locked up here, 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 here. So, Charlie, fill my tank. <laughs> Fill my cup, Lord. Yeah. Then he will disappear. He will give you a check. You can catch it at the end of the month or whatever. He will disappear. When you call him, you can't even get him. Pressure. Because see, people try to impress. And people who have something and look down upon others who don't have it, they are not wise. The Bible calls Hannah's rival, adversary, you see, now she has moved from just a rival to an adversary, an enemy. Because you have children, you are looking down upon another woman who has not given birth. Hey, you think that what makes you a woman is the children that you have given birth to. No. Don't be deceived though. Yeah. Mother Teresa never gave birth. But she's more of a mother than some mothers who have given birth. I know mothers who have children who, who don't even feed them. As, as they are going to sleep, they don't know where their children are. Yeah. Mothers, oh. 
They don't know where their children are. They don't know. They have not seen their children for years. They don't know where they are. Young, young children, they don't know where they are. And they call themselves mothers. Hmm? And her adversary also provoked her soul. For to make her fret, to make her worry, to make her trouble. Some people get small things, you know, they, 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 I mean, a guy was living in a compound house. And he was telling us a story. There was a neighbor in the uh, compound house that had some issue. He and his wife had some issue with another people in there. They insulted themselves very fine. You know how uh, compound houses are. And one day, this guy bought a car. So it's like, as he bought a car, he has, he has prospered, you know. So he, has, so he comes and he's, I mean, he's talking and playing the music and, you know, letting the people who don't have the car feel that you people, you are useless. <laughs> your, your blessing go loud. If they worry the neighbors. <laughs> hey, just a cow that you have. You are making people feel as if walking is a curse. Yeah. And you are still living in a rented house. Yeah. Yeah. Pride. When you have something, don't let somebody who doesn't have it feel useless. You become an adversary. Just like Penina. Because the Lord has shut her womb. Verse 7. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. So she was not doing it at home alone. She was also following her to church. Yeah. So I make people feel that, look at this woman. You see, and it's jealous you. She, she realized that the husband loves Hannah. Loves Hannah. Talks well about Hannah. And, and, and the only thing that she prided herself in, I have children, you don't have children. Look at this barren woman. Yeah. Are, you see, women are their worst enemies. Sometimes when you marry, you don't have children. Women are the ones who talk more than men. Yeah. Even in the church. I'm not talking about unbelievers. Yeah. Hey, what has she done that after that she hasn't married? Yeah. Eh? Maybe she committed abortion so. Yeah. There are people who say things like that. I've been a pastor for many years. I've been a pastor for so many years. I've seen foolish people talk as if they are wise. Yeah. It's women talking. Why is she not giving birth? As for men, they do those things. I don't know, but in our world, oh, that if you go come, you go come. If no come, Charlie. Hey. Yeah. Make the person feel miserable. And some of you, because you don't know and learn how to wait on the Lord, some of these things, they get you. If you, if you are not strong in the Lord, people, all of us, people laugh at us. You see, when you are rich, people say things that can hurt you. When you are poor, they will say things that can also hurt you. <laughs> yeah. If you have plenty of children, they will call you something else. If you don't have to, they will also call you something. <laughs> Ah. Yeah. If you are fair, they have things they will say. If you are also very black, they will have things that they say. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't like black coffee. A sister, a, a sister was introduced to a, a brother. Then she, she turned to her friends and said, hey, why is pastor giving me black coffee? Because among their friends, they call their brother black coffee. Yeah. And when they see the brother come, no, black coffee has come. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Ah. Ah, black coffee. You know you go get black. Black is power. Recently, my wife was telling me some revelation that she had about King Solomon. That King Solomon's mother was Bathsheba. And Sheba means, Bathsheba means the daughter of Sheba. And Sheba, her mother, was from Cush. And the Cushites were descendants of Canaan. They were the descendants of the black race. So Solomon was black. Yeah. You see, eh? Said, wow. And go and trace. You realize? I said, wow. I mean, he was mixed race. Because the father, David, was white. Uh, yeah, the father was fair in complexion. Ruddy. He was a red man. Fair colored man. But the mother was dark. That's why when King Solomon, uh, 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 David saw Bathsheba. Oh, black is, black is beautiful. My God. I have a... Uh, 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 Abigail, I have uh, what's the name? Mikal, these white girls. Charlie, we have to eat black coffee. You have to try it and see. Bring that one. Bring that one. Yeah. Be proud of who you are. Be strong. It's when you don't have that strength in the Lord. You hear things that will always Sometimes, even some of you at your age, you don't have a boyfriend. People can make you feel that there's something wrong with you. Like somebody meets you and says, Are you a virgin? Or you are 25, you are a virgin. They are jealous of your virginity. You don't know. They are jealous that at that age, you've kept yourself. If they, if, if, if they knew, they would, have, they would have loved to be there. Yeah. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. Yeah. I had a, a, a friend whose uncle, uncle, he was a pastor in Canada. He came down some years ago and we were, were with him. We were eating in a restaurant. And he ordered... <laughs> He ordered for uh, a certain alcoholic mix, Bloody Mary. Yeah. And we there with our cook and our Fanta. He said, don't you want anything? I said, no, no, no. Ah, how can you, a man? You shouldn't be taking these things. I mean, you shouldn't be taking these things. This is normal. You see, and he was telling us, I mean, see, if I had listened to him, eh, that day I would have coughed. <laughs> but me, I had stopped drinking. When I was an unbeliever, and I became a believer, and I decided that nobody can change my mind. I was not moved by what he was saying. Because where he comes from, he says the weather is very cold. So it's normal. It's normal. Hmm? They, they, they have alcohol. They are Christians in some countries, some places where they are. They whack the thing to keep the body warm. 
Yeah. Me, I'm sitting in the heat. I don't need anything to stir me up from within. Already there's fire inside the bosom. Hey! <laughs> but you see, because my, my mind was made up, as he was talking and things, you see, there are some people, when you meet, you're not strong, you meet some people, they can easily say something and push you into evil. So, you, there are people who can push you into a relationship even when you're not ready. Yeah. I know a lady whose aunt, she, 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 she got a job, moved from her parents, came to stay with her auntie because the, the place the auntie lived was closer to the workplace. And immediately she started, the auntie started giving her pressure, 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 pressure. Before she realized, the auntie had introduced her to a friend. This friend was somebody who is married but has money. So, you know, yeah. And she was introduced into that lifestyle. She left, disappeared. And it was later when she had issues and things, then she came back. I see, look at that. Mm. Be strong. People like laughing at you. Sometimes when you don't have something, oh, there are ladies who have a lot of shoes. Every day they see one shoe. Hey. You are laughing at you. It's like when they, you see the, the, when they look at you, you know that all of them are... It's like, as you are coming, then everybody's looking at your leg, whether today you are wearing a new shoe. It's the same shoe. Then they look, they look at themselves, and they, they all laugh. She has come again. One day, there's a woman I met who owns a real estate company. And she was talking to us. Where were some ladies and some pastors and she was sharing her, sto her, her stories she said she the, the, she was slippers for years it's like the home that she comes from there's nothing like buying new shoes for you mm. only slippers and at a point some of the slippers they use some rubber to tie so that it will look like sandals yeah she said that because of that, when she first got a high heel shoe, she couldn't walk in, in, in the shoe. He said the first day she was given a gift, high heel shoe, she couldn't walk in it. She's used to walking in slippers at the age of 17 years. She has never worn any heel shoe. Any, whether it's block or pencil or whatever they call them. Yeah. 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 He said she couldn't know, she didn't know how to walk in them. He said people have laughed at her. He said her hair, she has never been to any uh, saloon to perm her hair or do anything. Nothing. Because of where she's coming from. But she kept herself. Today she owns a real estate company and employs men. She's, she travels everywhere in the world. Sits, if you go to her office, she has pictures with presidents, with, with influential people, gone for conferences in UN, uh, Habitat for Human, whatever they call them, met the uh, UN Secretary General, took pictures with her. I said, I slept in a hotel where they, they, they pay $6,000 a night. Hotel, one night, $6,000. Yeah. 
Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Six thousand dollars a night hotel. Innocent. Yeah. So don't wait for wait for your turn, sister. Don't 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 let people put you under pressure. You some of you sometimes sometimes even where you are, you don't want people to come because you feel shy. Me, when my father was arrested after the coup in 1979, everything that he had was taken from him. A friend of our, uh, my father gave us an uncompleted house. I don't even know how we, 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 we went to live in that place. It was uncompleted, no windows. So all of us were in one room with curtains. No window. I mean, the, 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 the frame is there, but they, they, they have not fixed the windows. So they hung curtains. And there was one bed. All of us were sleeping on it. Yeah. When we are eating, all of us sit together and eat because they can't dish everybody's food. Yeah. 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 We've seen things before. <laughs> yeah. But you see, I remember one thing. My father always points to God. Whatever it is that we are going through. That's why, you see, I've never tried to impress anybody. <laughs> yeah. Me, guy. There was a time in my father's house, we were, you, you count 13 people in the house because they're big house. Yeah. Big house. People are in rooms that you, you, you don't even go there. And we've also seen lack. We've also seen problems. But at the end of the day, the seasons change. Learn. When things are difficult, it is not the end of life. Because see, when you don't learn discipline, let me tell you something. The reason why you should learn to wait on God for your season is because if today things are difficult and you can't handle it, poverty brings shame. Do you understand? And it diminishes your, 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 your hope. You see, and it also deflates you. It makes you feel that you don't belong in certain places. It makes you look down upon yourself. If you don't learn to handle that thing, one day, one day, listen to me, if you push yourself wrongly to, to overcome it by being prosperous, what will happen is that you'll be proud. And the danger of pride is wilder. You see, Jesus Christ said that the, deception, the, the, the deceitfulness of riches, because of that, some people will not go to heaven. They can't hear God's word. You become proud to the extent that nobody can even talk to you because there are people who have been poor and they say by their hard work and by their struggles, they have become prosperous and they don't respect anybody. Yeah. They are prepared for damnation. So that's why you, you, you have to be strong because whichever way life turns, there are issues that come with it too. I want to end. Yeah, today I decided I will not preach long. How do you wait for your season? Let me give you some points. I've been talking plenty. Number one, wait. Uh, while you wait, keep going to church. How 
to wait for your season. Number one, keep going to church, to church. You see, Hannah's problem was not only Hannah's problem, it was also the man's problem. Any man who has a wife who grieves over lack of child is also burdened. I've been a pastor. I've seen women. There's a brother. I mean, like two of them. They say everything is all right with them. They check their sperm count. They check everything. They are able to give birth. But the woman is not able to conceive. The woman today says everything is all right. So if she is not conceiving, it's not because the man is not. And you see, it depresses her. One of the ladies, she was depressed. The husband says, my wife can sometimes sit down and cry till morning. Yes. Because they had, they, they had been in the marriage for about seven years. And the pressure and comments and things from, it's not easy thing. You know. It affected him. It affected him. So as this guy's wife was going through this, don't think that it's like, because the other one has children, it's okay. No. It was not okay for him. But look at him. Look, let's go back to verse 3. Psalm, first Samuel 1 best, from verse 3. From verse 3. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of uh, Eli uh, uh, were there. What was happening here? Irrespective of the problem at home, he did not withdraw from his commitment to God. You see, many people shy away from the church when they have been around and their expectations have not been met. One day, one of our shepherds went to visit a guy. The guy said that, I mean, I've been in the church, I've been looking for a job, I've not gotten a job. Nobody cares. So, I don't think that I have to be, be in the church anymore. I mean, I don't feel like coming to church. I'm looking for a job somewhere. If I get a job, I mean, maybe I'll come back. Yeah. That's how he spoke. So as the shepherd was telling me, I said, what did, how did you handle him? He said he was shocked that the guy could speak that way. Yeah. He was shocked that the guy, I said, that's how some people are. Some people, when they have pressures, I mean, as we are around, we are moving on. I mean, we are in school. Maybe they finish school with their mates. Then their mates are getting jobs. They see that they have come. Sometimes some of them have even bought a car or something. Then as for them, still working. No job. They can't even buy nice shirts to wear. And they see their uh, 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 friends. So they put themselves in competition. And they feel that, you see, it's like, uh, you know, yeah. And the only thing they have to do is they withdraw. Don't put yourself into that box. Because when you do that, it means that you, you are somebody who cannot wait for your season. One guy got a job. Immediately he got a job. Within a short time, he brought a car. He had gone for a loan to buy a car, $35,000. And, and, and listen, oh, another lady in the church was telling the husband, eh, look at you. You see this car that this guy has bought. You can't. 
and you see, as the, as the, mumu, big one. As the, as the, as the, as the guy brought the car and I was asking questions. So how did you buy it? Oh, they offered us loan. He got a job in the bank. Nice position, no, 35,000. I said, hey, do you have land? No. Do you have a house? No. And you have gone for a loan for a car, $35,000. When you move the car out of the uh, showroom, 25% of the value has gone. And if you want to sell that car right now, you won't get $35,000. They start writing it off. It is not an asset. A car. It's a liability. Accountants, is that not so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You see, and you, a foolish woman, moo woman, you are putting pressure on your husband because of somebody's nice car that they bought. You, you, sometimes you don't know. And you see, the man and the guy, his head, strong forehead, he knows what he wants. Somebody has bought a car, so what? Hey, me, I'm looking to buy, build my house. This guy walking around flashy. Uh, Changing clothes and nice, uh, eating in restaurants and being happy, celebrating birthdays. Uh, and and Charlie is oh, feeling cool. After five years, he wants to sell the car. The, the money he got, he, he couldn't believe it. And that guy had built his house. We had gone to dedicate the house. I was telling the wife, you see, and the guy bought a second-hand car without loan. Nice car, like the same one. Second-hand, after five years. This guy's own, he wants to sell it, and he couldn't even get value for the car. Yeah, and he's still living in rented homes. Now he's going to marry, he wants money to do this, do this, do this, do this. Look at it. See, when you are in a hurry to impress people, eh, you are in a hurry to create problems. Life, hey, let's be humble and be wise. This man, Elkanah, was a deeply spiritual person. And he and his wife, they never, look at Hannah. She stayed in the church, prayed. Look, I like that woman, I tell you. Yeah. Many girls, eh, when, they, when women are desperate for things, eh, it is either they want the pastor to lay hands and pray for instant solution. Prophesy and, and speak things that will give them instant results. But they can't wait. Hey, and we are growing. And we are growing. I had a lady in the church. And I'm growing. And I'm growing. I said, sister, take your time. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. She met a guy who had divorced and had two children. And when I met the guy and I spoke with the guy, I said, sister, you are in danger. This thing, don't go near. When she left, her friends told her plainly, girls in the church, don't mind, pastor. Yes, they said it to her, if you follow pastor, you marry her. This guy is ready, do this. So she went ahead. I told, you see, when I spoke to the guy, 
I realized that the guy, his problem for the f- divorce was his mother. And the problem is still there. Now, the problem is living in his house. He has built a house and he has brought the mother into the house. And the mother has driven out his wife. And you want to go inside, sister. I said, when you marry, you are mind the mother. Oh, I've met the mother. She's very okay. We flow. I said, sister, take your time. She didn't listen. I'm telling you. I'm grown old. I'm grown old. They went to meet family, whatever, before we realized they are going to do engagement. Yo, the Lord bless you and keep you cause his face to shine on you. Yes. Amen. Amen. And she went. Charlie, you know catch one year. The guy had built the house in a certain way that the mother had her place. But her place, she had access to the, their main house. So she's like a landlady. She comes for inspection every morning. Comes to the kitchen. Yeah. And my, husband, my, my son doesn't like this. My son doesn't eat this. Don't do this. Don't do she couldn't. She couldn't help it. So after the many problems, she is the one who came to me and begged me and apologized. And was telling me what their friends told her. But me, I had heard it. And she said that the way it is, she doesn't think that she can continue living in the house. I said, you are not going anywhere. <laughs> Bees, are you, you, where are you going to? You see, you wanted a marriage. It was not a wrong desire. But Charlie, you didn't wait for the right time. Sometimes waiting for your season means getting the right person. Some of you can meet people and you realize that everything about this person is not right. But you put yourself under pressure. Uh, we can manage it. We can manage it. It's better. It's a sentence when you are desperate for a job and you get a certain job. When they start telling you conditions and things, okay, we can manage it. When you start, you realize that you can't manage it. Hmm? Anything that has the tendency to separate your relationship with God is not a blessing. Whether it's a marriage, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Wait on God. Go, church, eh? Let me tell you something. Some of us, eh? See, when we are sharing our testimonies, people feel that. I don't know. One day, a lady asked me, so, so you've gone through all this. How do you keep going to church? I say, I don't think about any problem. I think about God. I've been through things, eh? That I, I come to church and preach as if I don't have problems. <laughs> yeah. Look at Bishop. He is coming to do a program. Thousands of people across the world are coming. From people are attending in person, people are also joining online. And a day before or two days before, he is told that his son has died. Yeah. Spoke with him 
on Monday or Tuesday or Monday, then Tuesday the guy dies. And he learns about it two days after. Friday he's standing there preaching. As if, as if nothing has happened. Some of you, if you hear that your grandmother that you haven't seen for two years has died, we won't see you for one month. <laughs> yeah. You have not seen your grandmother for two years. <laughs> if she dies, she will leave you a willow. She has nothing to leave you. Oh, grandma. You see, I remember one day a certain lady came to tell us that her grandmother has died. He said, Oh, we wish her condolences and everything. But we didn't know that, hey, no, no, your grandmother was another level. <laughs> and my question was that. How close are you to your grandma? She had not seen her or visited her in two years. Do, do you understand? But it's like, oh, grandma, we all love her. She's precious. Grandmother, precious to us. Eh, whatever. I mean, so it's like, it's a family, you know, moment. So everybody's in a morning mood. So she has gone into it and she was expecting all of us to flow with her in that morning carry people and go to the funeral. I said, sister. <laughs> and she became offended. Eh, we were not there. We were not there. Hey, somebody's son has died. That he has spoken to. Young boy. Don't let issues affect you. What you don't have or what you go through should not separate you from church. You see, one day I met somebody, me, that guy, I, I spoke with him a couple of times. I said, this guy is mental. But he doesn't know. And he teaches in a school. I, sometimes I wonder. Hmm. He, he's teaching people's children. And he was not coming to church. I asked him, he said, the Lord has not opened the door for him. He's busy. He's teaching. He's doing this. He's doing this. He's doing this. You see, I was not worried or in pain. I just felt sorry for him. You see, no, look at it. Do you think that, do you, do you think that if God wants to give you something remarkable and use you and, and give you a testimony that you can share, like Hannah, she, Hannah's life, for people to be encouraged and to know God, God will choose you. Because your heart is far away from him. You are so busy in your, in your, in your, in your poverty and ignorance that you can't even come closer to him. And you want him to promote you before you come and stand. No. You are looking for something that he can give you. But you have left him to go and look for it. That's the bane of many people. You see, people can be around in the church, uh, then after some time, when they are frustrated, they move out and they start saying things. Hmm? The Lord has not opened doors. If you, have, if you have a revelation that he has shut a door, that's when you stay. The Bible says, Hannah's womb was shut, so the door for children were not open, but she stayed in the church. She stayed in the church. Yeah. You see, many people, 
Let me tell you something. If you want God to use you as a leader in your home, amongst your people, and you don't learn to build that relationship, forget about it. God cannot trust you. It's like you get a job. And you are very good. That's why you got a job. And they believe in you. But you are unavailable, irrespective of what you can do. And do you think that when there is promotion or there is any favor, you will be considered, because of your inconsistency, you will be removed even before they, they rem remember that they have to favor you. <laughs> Stay in the church. If we start sharing testimonies, you see, some of the testimonies, we haven't shared them. We don't share them. Some of the things that we have been through. You, you can't believe it. You know, sometimes I hear people, you are not well, so you, you can't come to church. Hey! As we are standing here, you think that everything is well. One day I did, do uh, you know, vitals and blood tests. When, I, when the report went, the doctor said, come right now. Come right now, come right now, come right now. It's not good there. This, 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 you need rest, you need this. Oh. You have no head. Yeah, we are still here. I have visited somebody who says my ear was itching. That's why the person didn't come to church. I, I said, people can insult. You see, an insult is not looking at you and telling you that you are a fool, Pastor. But the explanation they gave. I have not given, God has not, I have not given birth. So, I, 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 I'm going to look for a child. That's why people give birth to demons. There was a lady in one of our branches. The mother was married to a Pentecost elder. And for years, no child. And the mother herself said that somebody led her to a fetish priest. And the man ended up sleeping with her. And she gave birth to the daughter. When the daughter grew, she was demon possessed. The girl behaves, I mean, destroys things in the house. She, she takes blade and removes her hair. Blade, and then cuts uh, uh, the, the scalp. Eh? With, then you see the blisters and flies. Then she has come to church. She's sitting down. She won't move. Everybody's afraid of her. Yeah. She doesn't feel the pain. We're talking to the mother. You, you have to give your life to Christ. She said, I cannot do it. If I do it, I'll die. That's the covenant that she has. It's like, you, you, you can be in God and you want something. And you leave God and go into evil and get it. Even money. Many boys do things. Sacrifice. Men sacrifice things for money more than women. Women also do some. Yeah. But it's men more. As for women, it's for marriage, it's husband and children. A woman can do sacrifices and cook for you, brother. If you are not careful, eh, you will leave your wife. Yeah. You have bored themselves and they are ready. Because you see, you don't understand things. Stay in church. Hannah and the husband, they were, they were before God, going to Shiloh, going to church. 
every year without fail. Because those times, they, 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 they don't go to the tabernacle like we, we, we do. It was Jesus Christ who brought the tradition in the, 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 after the uh, uh, um, building of Solomon's temple. Then the tradition of going to church came in. It's like you are going weekly, you know, that's what. But before then, it was not like that. Moses' time, once a year. The rest is your relationship with God at home. So the father is the pastor. Yeah. That's how come Job in Isaiah chapter 41, the sons of Issachar, Job is one of them. And they learned that you, the father, you are the high priest. You have to pray for your children. You have to offer sacrifices. But you see, Adam, Adam, because he fell, he didn't do that. He told their children to do it themselves. He was supposed to have done it for Cain and Abel. And God would not have uh, 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 rejected Cain's own. But he didn't do it. And he told them to do it themselves. And Cain also didn't know how to do it. And he offered anything at all and became jealous. God doesn't like me. He likes somebody else. It's enough for today. We'll continue. Wait for your season. Oh, everybody will have a season. Look, I've seen people who came to the church and people were laughing at them. Yeah. I've seen girls laughing at people who, look at this shoe. Boys. Yeah. Because you see, some boys walk a lot. So anytime you see their shoe, you see that this shoe, oh, Charlie, that's passed through waters, that's passed through sand, that's passed through, I mean, hey, their shoe is more than a car tie. Hey, I tell you. As a guy is going, he looks like he's a bow-legged person. He's not a bow-legged person. Their shoe, their heel has, has become like that. So, oh, he has walked, ah, Sometimes they remove the heel and then fix another one. Oh. We had a guy in our church. One day he said, he took his shoe. He said, every time I wear the shoe, there's a shoemaker by my house. I give it to him so that he will put it in better condition for the following morning. Then he said, one day he took the shoe. The shoemaker called him. When he went, the shoemaker said, no. Me, I have shoe. I will dash it to you. <laughs> The shoemaker realized that no, this one it is beyond repairs. Let me dash you a shoe. And he collected the shoe. Ah. <laughs> Today, all these people are blessed. Pastor Danny, driving cars, sharing beautiful testimonies. Some of them have prospered and are even looking after other people in the church. I've seen people who are always hungry. It's like after church, when you ask them how. <laughs> All they want is food. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Give them food. No, Charlie. They are happy. They are around. Today, the seasons have changed. Yeah. You see, when you don't have money, that's when you are always hungry. Yeah, hunger is a very wild thing. If you like, look, the day you don't have food in the house, that's when you'll be hungry. If you have food, you, you, you'll, be, you'll be surprised that you don't know what to eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. You don't know what to eat. But the day there is no food, I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how it is. Let us be humble. One day, some of you, you'll be driving cars, you'll be surprised. Yeah. It will come to pass. If even thieves and bad people are driving cars, how much more the children of God? Me, there are some things that I've grown above. It, it, it never, it's like, hey, I don't, I am a very happy person in the Lord by the grace of God. And there's nothing I don't have or have that affects me. Do you understand? If I don't have a car, I can come to church. Oh. I can take, I can take a van. We've been taking taxis. I don't care, cry. Ah. But you can't take my coming to church away from me. Sometimes we are also broke. We don't have money. Not that everything is finished, but we don't have money. But you are coming. Yeah. Regardless. Sometimes you are unhappy, but you, are, you, are, you have to come. Do you go to work because you are always happy? Or the company has bought you a car, the car is broken down, so you call and say, this morning when I woke up, the car couldn't start, so I'm not coming to work. You will go to work first and later solve the problem. You see, that's how a Christian should be with God. Your attendance, your commitment, and your presence, he needs, he likes it. You sometimes when you're working with somebody and you're not even performing and they see you around, it doesn't become too much of a problem. But when you're not performing, they don't see you around. That's when they want you out. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are not around. Ah. No, 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 no. See, God knows some of you come that you don't do nothing, you are sleeping, just even come. Just come. Yeah. I've seen as a pastor some people, when you start preaching, they start sleeping. It's not that the preaching is not nice, so it's a disease they have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When you start, don't you see that? As if, as if they, you, they, 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 they've caught a revelation and they are in shock. They are looking at you like that. Ah, ah, ah. Then you see that the mouth. They are always around. Yeah. But sometimes, over the time, they change. They change. I used to sit in the, in the church and I don't know, it's like Charlie, a lot of movements, driving. When I sit down, sometimes I'm tired. And one day I was sitting, the bishop was preaching. He didn't know me. He was on the stage in Collegono preaching. And he said, some of you when you're in the church and you sleep, it's a demon. You see, when he said that thing, it's like, I realized that no, it was a demon that was making me sleep. From that day, it, it, the demon went away. I tell you. <laughs> because, because 
Do you know that sometimes when you sit and you struggle, it's like you struggle to adjust for some time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's demons. It's demons. I'm telling you. That you need to be around for a long time. There are some sicknesses when you go, they just give you some antibiotics. They give you some painkillers. And then, Charlie, after three days, you are okay. But there are some of them, and they have to put you in the hospital under observation. Every morning, the doctor is coming to check your pressure, to check your blood sugar, to check this, to check your pulse, to check your heart rate, other issues, to check how your uh, body, uh, uh, your organs are functioning. Oh, okay, it's like he needs you under the radar. You see, you have to understand that every one of us here, we are in the critical situation. Our problems are not uh, 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 painkiller and. Uh, uh, antibiotics kind of don't come to church for one year and then you, f- you feel that you came to church for one year you got a job that's all that's how some people are when they get one blessing they run out of the church mm. some of you come to church and you, be, you start looking nice and then foolish boys outside tell that you are looking beautiful it's enough for you to leave their church yeah mm. Stay in the church. Wait for your season. If you are waiting, you keep waiting. You see, the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord. It means that our relationship with God is a waiting relationship. I didn't come because I want a job. Once I get a job, I move away. That's not how you are with your father. If, you, if your, fa- your father looks after you and you get a job, you don't stop talking to your father. Or you marry. You don't stop talking to your mother. Or you buy a car. Or you build a house. You don't stop relating with them. It is forever. It is forever. That is how your mind should be with God Almighty. I came to the church and I said, I, my prayer was to stay in the church. I, I didn't pray for to become a pastor, to become a reverend, to become a bishop. I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't want to be a reverend. I didn't want, as for Bishop, I, it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It is more important because there's a value in it. There is something that God gives us, himself, his presence. It is far more than anything that you can work out with. Yeah. And when you understand it, don't be a fool. Wait. Because you can be, sometimes, Demons can tell you things and you feel that I don't have to come. I don't have to be here. Yeah. But it's when they tell you, when you wake up in the morning, they tell you, don't go to work. You rebuke them and you go to work. I, I know a brother who complains about his salary at work. He has never stopped going to the work. But he has stopped going to church. He has stopped. Mm. Yeah. The place you work and the God you serve, who will give you a better reward? That's why some of us, we could sacrifice any money that we were making and any relationship that was giving us money and and choose God. (laughs) If I die poor 
in the Lord without leaving anything. Hey, blessed is he that die, uh, 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 blessed are they that uh, die in the Lord, for they rest from their labors. Charlie? Mm, and their works do follow them. Mm, there's a blessing in it. Wait. Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week by the grace of God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Lift your hands and speak to the Lord. Go and read 1 Samuel chapter 1 and understand it. There are examples I will share with you by the grace of God next week. Hannah and the husband they showed us by their life what commitment is. Sometimes the shame you go through is what God uses to shame others. One brother was going to marry a girl. When his sister saw the girl, they said, what, what have you brought? Then they mentioned there's a cousin in the family who is not beautiful and they laugh at her. Then they mentioned the girl and said, that she's even beautiful than your, your girl. Yeah, that's the insult. But the guy said, this is what I like. And over the years, when you see his wife and you see his sisters, the sisters look like the girl that they were mentioning. She has become beautiful, glowing, nice, prosperous woman. When they come, Yeah. I've seen people that see one, one girl was she married who the people in the church said her wedding gown is so nice. Yeah, I was shocked. They're not married. They said, Hey, we don't even know who chose the wedding dress for her. Ah, the, the person didn't enforce crap. Is that what you are thinking about? Yeah. But, you see, when I saw the wedding gown, I realized that it wasn't nice. But, you see, the thing is that, you know, be that one way, that's not what matters. I've seen people who have ordered wedding gowns from, 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 uh, 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 <laughs> and their marriages, hey, are, are shambles. We went for a wedding in a, in a hotel, exclusive I mean, when you see the decorations and the seat, the, every seat has a name. Every seat has a name. When you enter, it was done. There's an upper terrace uh, 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 lawn. Upper terrace lawn. Private. 150 people. Every seat has a name. So by the time you get into the left, before you get into the left, they check whether you, you are on the list. Then the lift takes you to the floor. And when you exit the left, somebody is also waiting to, with your name and they, they will usher you. So if your name is not their sister or brother, you come back with the left. <laughs> After three months, the guy said, I don't like, I won't marry again. Three months. He carried himself out of the house and left the woman. Yeah. Three months. 
exclusive wedding. I mean, the, 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 the environment, when you see the decorations alone, you see that, hey, this is a wedding. Heaven go nice, oh. <laughs> but three months over, there are weddings that have gone to that, Charlie, when they finish, as you are there taking pictures, then they come with takeaway pack. Hey, Colette, 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 after everybody is going home. They are happier. They have prospered. Today, they can do a party and celebrate 10 years and do it in a hotel and invite people and do it classic. Then you, you started in the hotel. Today, even one year anniversary, you, you didn't celebrate it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Wait for your season. Life is beautiful. But if you follow foolish people, you won't see top. I'm telling you. There are some people who are idiots. They, they lead themselves into distraction. They are not people who you should follow. Okay. Even you look at how Jesus Christ was born. But his life was so glorious that the people who followed him, he became an envious child. He was not born in any, any, any bathro or what? Eh? Afrimed. Eh? Eh? Sharab. Eh, where? Sharab. Afrimed. Medicare. Eh? Innova. Eh? Hmm. Name them. When your head is paining you, hey, I don't want to go to Banjo. Hey, that's what Banjo has to do. You want, you want to be associated with nice things. That's how we are. Wait for your season. One day your testimony say, some of you will be celebrating your birthdays. You'll be celebrating your marriages. And it will be glorious. It will be splendid. Today you can't afford some things. Wait for your season. One day people will gather and celebrate you. They will be sharing testimonies of your life. And they will thank God indeed. And you yourself will be grateful. Yes. Receive that blessing. Lift up your hand and thank him right now. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. Help us. Help us to be like Hannah and the husband. In spite of what they went through and the mockery and the despising and the comments. Because they knew you, Lord. And they waited on you. They stayed with you. They committed themselves to you. And Lord, what you gave them was more than what their adversaries even had. Let that be the story of everybody here. Who stays in this church? Who stays under your covering? Let their testimonies over the years be more than anyone that laughs at them. Bless them, Lord. Like Nehemiah. When, when, when he was laughed at by Tobias and Sambalat and all these people, when he built the walls, these people came later in the years to seek refuge in the buildings. Let that be the story of everybody who waits upon you, who seeks your face and stays in the church. Bless them, Lord. Establish them, Lord. Make them great in their homes. Make them great among their family members. Lift them up above the poverty and above the mockery. Give them a song and a testimony. 
It shall come to pass in their lives that they will sing a song of joy. They will shout the shout of praise and their walls shall hear your voice, Lord, in praise of your goodness. Let it be. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said amen. Put your hands together. Everybody close your eyes. If you are here, you want to give your life to Christ. You want to say, Pastor, I am here tonight. I want to give my life to Christ. I've realized that I'm not serious. I'm not really committed. I've been coming in and going, but I'm hiding a lot of things and I need to be truthful and I want to be committed more. You are here and I lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift up that right hand. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Bless every heart. Bless every soul. And favor us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Put your hands together and be seated. <laughs>